The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So this is a topic that comes up every time the temperature spikes. And I, I still feel like it's it's a concept that we are not quite getting our heads around still, which is essentially do not leave your pets or your children in a hot car. Pretty simple to understand, you'd think. But, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. And EPS, year after year, summer after summer, have to, you know, they've issued a reminder today with this new campaign that they've launched. But you can almost guarantee that sometime later this month or later this summer, there will be a news conference led by EPS regarding an incident where a young child or a pet was left locked in a piping hot vehicle. It happens all the time, every summer. Constable Jen Shawaga is a child at risk response team and she's with the Edmonton Police Service and she is here to tell us about the new campaign, The Vehicle is Not a Babysitter. Hi Constable, how are you? Good, thanks, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us and we are both doing well. Uh, take us into to what this campaign is doing a little bit differently to bring awareness to the issue. Well, we're trying to run this awareness campaign to uh, a vehicle is not a babysitter uh, to try to educate parents, guardians, pet owners that it's not safe to leave your child or pet alone in a vehicle, whether it is extremely cold or extreme hot, because there are um, risks that are um, very likely to happen, whether it be medical distress, the, vehicle, the child gets out of uh, the car, they they play with the gear shifter or the brakes, and they... Um, put it in motion. Constable, is it frustrating that you folks with EPS and other emergency responders have to initiate these sort of conversations and campaigns when it seems like such a simple thing to not do? I don't know if I would say it's frustrating. I think that um, we would just hope that people would learn. Um, the, The fact that the numbers are going down is a really good thing, and I think that people are kind of getting it, and the general public is keeping an eye out. Uh, for the fact that there are kids and animals that are left alone and they're helping us with uh, policing this issue. You mentioned uh, the numbers going down. Let's get into those. What did last year's numbers look like when it came to EPS responding to these incidents? So last year's numbers, I think, uh, let me just take a look because I know that this year there were 19. So by the end of uh, by June this year, we've had 19. Last year, there were 29 by the end of June, and but then in uh, 2017, June, there were 38 calls for service. Constable, when when you do respond to these incidents, what what do you typically hear from from the parent or pet owner that has left someone in the car? What's what's their response? Most of the time, they don't really think that it's a huge issue. Um, or not necessarily a huge issue, or they just haven't really given it a lot of thought. They just thought, you know, I was just going in for five minutes. I didn't realize. Um, I think that a lot of people don't get that maybe their vehicle can uh, get hot within mere minutes. Um, and and they think that it's okay to just leave it undone. So I don't think that it's out of malice or, you know, purposely trying to harm their children. I think that it just the thought just doesn't go through their head as to the negative consequences that could happen. And the hotness of the car affects little people's bodies differently than adults, correct? Can you take us into that a little bit? Yeah, so from what I know is that, um, yeah, it's like a child, their bodies are, they're, because they're smaller, um, 
they are uh, they are going to be at risk a little bit quicker than somebody that's older. It's going to take a little bit harder to cool down. Pets they they cool down by their their pads and on a car seat. That their feet aren't going to cool off, or they're not going to be able to sweat and cool themselves off as quickly as uh, you or I or with a vehicle that's actually running. What is that temperature threshold? Not that I'm I'm trying to 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 make people seem like it's okay at a certain temperature. I think it's ideal that no no pets or, or children are left unattended in vehicles. But is there a temperature when that cause for concern begins? Um, I couldn't actually give you a temperature. I would say that if it's extreme hot or extreme cold, even on a like you know an average temperature day it can still get pretty warm in your vehicle. I think that the, the stance is that you should never leave a child alone in a vehicle. Um, never leave your pets alone in a vehicle if you can handle it. Um, you know, there's there's no age limit either for, for children being left alone, but uh, I would just say that common sense has to take take place. And Constable, if I'm walking by and notice this happening, what should I do? What should my reaction process involve and include? Well, number one, I would say call 911. Um, You're going to check for signs of overheating um, and then uh, check the doors. And if the doors are unlocked, then maybe you can remove the child or the pet. Um, If the door is locked and if you see signs of distress of overheating, then you can go ahead and, and break the windows, but you need to actually be able to um, articulate that there was some sort of distress going on. So beyond doing your due diligence and making sure that you're, as, as the campaign says, don't treat the vehicle like a babysitter, Constable, is I, I know some lawmakers are discussing, in, in, not necessarily in Alberta, but elsewhere, legislation. Is that something that you, you could see happening or something that, that may need to happen? Yeah, you know what? I don't think that there would be any um, uh, any harm to that because at least maybe then people might realize and they'd be in for help further educate and they would they would realize. I don't think everybody needs to be penalized to the full extent of the law because sometimes people again are just doing because they just didn't think and it was convenient and it was easy to just run in for your your jug of milk uh, rather than waking up your sleeping baby or maybe they were a little bit fussy. But you know, if that's what's got to take, then maybe that's what it has to take. We're speaking to Constable Jen Schwaga, Child at Risk Response Team for the Edmonton Police Service. Constable, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to chat with us about this. No worries. Thank you. It's it's crazy. It's still happening. And and I know that Jalen Nye, she spoke to someone, what, what was that, a month ago about, about why parents, like how a parent, because you think, like, how could I ever forget my child in a car? And I believe the term was perspective memory and that's just a failing to remember to execute a plan so you have a plan you know you're going to take your your child out of the car but you fail to execute it and it's because you're tired or you're stressed out which is something that lots of parents are and then you have tragedy i'm not a parent and i have no idea what it's like to be a parent and what goes through your mind on a daily basis But I feel like I have enough friends who have children that I can confidently say, I don't know how this happens. When it's 30 degrees outside and you have a young child in the back seat that you know is back there, I don't know how you possibly can leave 
your child there with the windows up. It's sweltering on. And the same goes for animals. I just, I, I don't, I don't get it. And it's so awful when you see this happen. And I just know that my, my instinct, you know, Constable Shawaga said, you know, call 911. But I feel like I would immediately forego that step. And my instant reaction would be to smash that window and get that child or animal out because the suffering that they're dealing with in that vehicle, it, it can't be described. I mean, they mentioned that the temperature outside, if it's 25 degrees inside that car, it goes about three to five times higher than that. So you're sitting in 100 degree heat for who knows how long. Listener writes in, I'll never forget when my mom and stepdad left me in a car on a hot day. I was about four or five years old. I'm 42 now. They figured I would just unlock the car when they came back. But the fact was the heat made me tired, confused, and unable to think clearly. I don't actually remember how they got in the car because I was unconscious. There's a there's a first-hand account. <laughs> oh, and my gosh. I Even when it's not hot and I see pets or children left in the car, I just get concerned. Because you don't know when the parent or guardian left that child or pet, so you don't want to you know, immediately break the window. Maybe they just left, and maybe they are running in, grabbing a coffee or a lottery ticket or whatever it is, and they are coming right back. But it also could have been half an hour, and the child is or pet is is thirsty or as that texter said getting confused and potentially on the verge of passing out it's a scary situation and i think a lot of people when they see it would be similar to me and they don't know how to react how to immediately react do they call 911 or they just go for it and rescue what they think they're doing is rescuing that child or pet i uh... It's, it's like you, you like you think you see a dog in the car, you see a child, you just want to take action. And sometimes when you see those things happening, I don't know. A listener says other, as you were saying, Brad, other than the gas station or the liquor store, I don't bring my dog. So it's just a rule of thumb. If you don't have the vulnerable dog, pet, whatever in the car in the first place, they can't get hurt. Morgan Black and Brad Whisker filling in for Jalen Nye while she takes some holiday time. Brad and I are just chatting about why someone would leave their child or their dog in a car on a hot summer day. And it is indeed, as everyone you're texting in, it is a frustrating topic. Yeah, it is. And I mean, it gets a lot of people talking too, and understandably so. Um, last year, EPS responding to 56 calls in the summer to children or pets left in vehicles. 53 involving children, three involving animals. Most of them occurred in May of last year. By the end of June, already this year, EPS has responded to 19 calls of children or pets being left in hot vehicles, and it is only July 3rd. Brad, you mentioned earlier, uh, before the break, that when you, if you were to see something like that, you would have a hard time calmly calling 911 and then taking those steps that the constable outlined that we all should strive to follow. But you're saying sometimes it's not that cut and dry, and a listener is agreeing with you, saying... 
smash the windows. This topic makes my skin crawl. David D. Jr. Yeah, and that's exactly it, right? I mean, uh, I had mentioned that I would likely forego that step of calling 911 just based on the looking at the child or the pet, and they're clearly... In a, in a tough spot and they're, they're not feeling well, I would just, my only concern would be if I did that and the parent came right back and said, hey, I left my vehicle two minutes ago. You just blew out my <laughs> driver's side window, which isn't exactly the greatest argument. The point still being that you left your child or pet in the vehicle. Right. Um, Mark from Bonneville has what I see as a fairly good suggestion. He says, get in the habit of throwing your cell phone in the back seat because people don't forget their phones, which is kind of frightening that you would think that they won't forget their phone, but they'll forget their child. Um, That's a separate problem that the question arises, but I think it is a good point. Yeah, I was just going to say it's an interesting interesting point, an interesting thing to think of that you would be more cognizant to look into your back seat and grab your phone to go shopping or whatever, which really you shouldn't need if you're going shopping, then looking in the back seat to see if your child or pet is still there. Yeah, I... I, I do think it's a good suggestion, but it's it, for me to acknowledge that it's a good suggestion makes me feel like a little bit sick because we don't want to think that we would remember remember like to text our friends back instead of the human. Well, I'd like to see legislation brought in. At the end of the day, I think it's important. I think it's imperative. And I think, you know, when people start hearing that, you know, money could be involved or going to jail could be involved, that's when things go to another level. That's when you could actually be criminally charged with an offense. And it has in some ways deterred people from using their phone while driving. Of course, there's still more needs to be done there because people still do it. Mm-hmm. But it if that if there were no legislation and no penalties, it would it would be a free for all out on the roads right now if you could still use your phone. We're going to turn the page before Brad and I get too worked up about um, this, not an epidemic, but serious problem that keeps happening every summer, every time there's hot weather. And we're going to go back to talking about the gold hunt, which is a wonderful thing in our city that brings families together in search of treasure. Uh, earlier, we had Chris Cromwell, who's the spokesperson with Gold Hunt Canada, chatting about Gold Hunt 2 happening at the end of July. And, and our call to action for you was to try to solve the first clue from the old gold hunt, as Brad and I had already talked about, don't try and go here because the gold has been found. There's nothing happening here. But we thought we would test your brain power, like a kind of like a mini escape room where there's nowhere to escape from, but you're being asked to solve this riddle. So the first one was your journey starts on a road that bears many names and comes to a halt when you pass the king's domain. And you were you were texting a lot. Everyone has great ideas. Wayne Gretzky was never referred to as the king. A Red Deer listener reminds us after a few of those uh, guesses came in, the king's domain would be King's University, but not sure about the road, says Brian from Red Deer. A listener with a bit more insight from Edmonton, he says it was Wayne Gretzky's, it was Wayne Gretzky Drive. The Wendy's by Argyle was the frozen clue, and he's referring to the fort, the 15th and final clue that said, in a city so cold, you say never frozen, so I'll get closer to you. It's decided and chosen. I was uh, looking online a little bit. People, people were wishing that it had been a more Edmonton-centric final destination, not like a chain, but hey, the gold was found. Yeah, the Wendy's, uh, the person that responded with Wendy's, that would be correct in my 
opinion because it ended up in Sherwood Park. And if you're at the Wendy's at 75th and Argyle, you're not too far from heading out towards Sherwood Park. I know Gretzky was never referred to as the king, but I the people the gold hunt people may have just thought the king's domain being, you know, Northlands Coliseum. That's my thinking there too. We've got a call parked with Ron. We're going to head back to uh, talking about kids and pets in cars. And Ron says he's got an experience with a dog in the car. Hi, Ron. How are you? Not too bad. Thanks. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for asking. Thanks for calling. Uh, tell us about your experience with a dog in a car. Okay. I walk dogs. So I take I pick up dogs and then I take them home. And one day the temperature was about 25 degrees outside. When I take the dogs in, they all live in houses. This lady was standing there. She watched me park the car. I left the car running with the air conditioning on. I went into the house, went to the fence, went up to the back door. As I unlocked the back door, I heard bang, bang, bang. I look, and I walk the dog that I had with me. I go, what are you doing? She goes, you left your dogs in the car. You're trying to break my window. She goes, you left your dogs in the car. You just saw me get out of the car, walk in. I got the dog on a leash. I got a key. I'm letting the dog in the house, and you're trying to break my window. She goes, it's too hot. You can't leave your dogs in the car. You've got to use some common sense when you talk about breaking somebody's window. So what happened in that situation then, Ron? What developed from there? I called the police and called them. They came out, and I made her stand there and wait. The, cop, uh, the officers, they came out. They looked at me, and they go, so what's going on? I said, she saw me get out of the car with the air conditioning running on the car, went in the house to unlock the door. He goes, yeah. I go, she's trying to break my window. He goes, why? She goes, he left the dogs in the car. And he goes, sometimes, lady, you've got to use common sense. Ron, thanks for the call. We appreciate the perspective. Okay, thanks. See, and that's where it comes back to my point, is how quick is too quick, right? You, you don't, you do, sometimes you don't know. It's true. And, and again, we're getting some text chiming in. Brad, earlier I had talked about perspective memory, right? The concept that you fail to remember to execute a plan because of sleep or stress or being tired. And and a lot of people are saying, essentially people need to get off their high horse, a listener says. As parents, we've all been guilty of that one moment of inattention where your kids fall down the stairs, fall out of a tree, almost get hit by a car or something like that. Not excusing the behavior, but I'm just saying like we've all been there. And and I, I, again, neither of us are parents, so I don't, I don't know what it's like. I'm not going to talk about my own experience in that situation but i i get it that you no one is perfect and these lapses in judgment or forgetting it happens and the consequences can be deadly and there are there are no easy answers no there's not and you know people will be on both sides of the fence on this but that's the whole point of having the conversation but again i just will say i i think legislation will certainly help in this sort of circumstance here and quickly before we head to the news an edmonton listener says in my new vehicle if my kids are in the back seat or there's any weight change when i turn the car off in my system the system lights up and says please check your back seat so already there's there's things happening that are hoping to make sure that these situations happen less and less and then ideally not, a, not ever again.